Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Supertalk Mississippi app. Hope you've downloaded that. And you can always catch us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And if you have your computer or your mobile device out, then you can head on over to supertalktv.com and you can watch us live and in living color there. Today, we're going to learn more about Mississippi assembling a statewide lifestyle coach workforce that is helping you feel good, look better, and live longer. That's something we can all get behind. And Mr. Phil Trotter of the Mississippi Diabetes Prevention Program is joining us to tell us a little bit more. Hey, Phil. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I am not going to complain. It's a little cooler in the air, and the days, you know, are less humid and hot, so I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? Same here in Hattiesburg. Now we're feeling we're feeling the uh, the better weather for sure. So let's talk about this. As a dietitian, this excites me. I've known for a long time that maybe diabetes is an issue for many Mississippians. But from where you sit, how many of our neighbors and family members live with diabetes? Well, it's uh, about actually a third of the population, if you can believe it or not. Um, but we're focused mainly on the prevention of diabetes, even though, as you, as you point out, Mississippi typically ranks number one or two in the prevalence of type 2 diabetes every year. And so we're, we're on the move to build uh, a workforce, as you, as you said, statewide to prevent diabetes. So we are out recruiting lifestyle coaches for every zip code in our state in order to deliver the Diabetes Prevention Program, which we call the DPP. So how did this come about? Um, I guess whose brainchild is it to maybe, you know, create a workforce out there that can get into the communities and really help? Because it's all about awareness, education, and then follow up and follow through. Obviously, there's personal responsibility, but that comes when you've got someone right there with you that's a that's tangible to encourage you. It's a little bit easier to be responsible. But um, how did this all come about? Well, it actually started back in 2010. It's a recognized program that's been promoted by the CDC to the Centers for Diabetes, or sorry, for the Centers for Disease uh, Control. And um, we uh, started uh, offering this program on a limited basis throughout the state a few years back. But this year, we are moving to bring in at least a 100 um, lifestyle coaches that will be delivering the program throughout the state. We know that's going to grow in, into uh, 2023, but we know that lifestyle is, is, is probably the biggest prevention opportunity that we have um, to slow, stop, and reverse the progression of this chronic disease. 
And so, you know, the reason why there's so much emphasis on type 2 diabetes is because it's one of the most devastating chronic diseases in terms of physical, mental, and monetary cost. So we're the first state really to look at it in, within a statewide scope where we're recruiting statewide and, and we're helping those that, that want to be lifestyle coaches um, to receive training, to provide them with resources, and then actually place them in a position where they're paid to deliver the program. So let's talk about the lifestyle coaches. Are there any qualifications for becoming one? Uh, is there any kind of degree or prior education? And then maybe what will their duties be? So, um, it, it, by the way, it's a non-licensed. It's a non-licensed position. So, you know, you don't need to. You don't need to go through the long, arduous process of gaining a license. But there are certifications that we provide. And and really anyone can become a lifestyle coach, but it's helpful just like you said with your background in nutrition. Um, any any of the of the lifestyle um, kind of backgrounds that you could think of would be helpful, such as fitness, nutrition. Um, if you've been a community health worker, social worker, first responder, or or any of the you know community based service backgrounds, it it helps. Uh, I think, uh, to be a lifestyle coach and to take that position. I think as a dietitian, uh, Mr. Phil, it makes me a little nervous when you think about how complicated diabetes can be, particularly when you start to layer in multiple uh, medications and the timing of that and then, you know, all the other things that can go into blood sugars going up and down and, you know, all that different knowledge that, that you know, that it does sometimes take a degree to sort of help work out. Where will the lifestyle coaches sort of fit in in terms of, you know, not stepping into giving misinformation or leading them down necessarily maybe a path that would have outcomes that they wouldn't know how to control or, you know, I mean, how, how, how are they going to fit into the puzzle? I think, you know, they're, they're, there's a place, just how do they fit? Absolutely. And, and you make a very good point. So here we make the distinction between prevention and management. Ah, so on the management, yeah. so management side is post-diagnosis, so once you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, then that's going to be mainly a clinical care position. Here we're talking about lifestyle care. So this is where we take programming. So a program specifically, which is the DPP, Diabetes Prevention Program, and it's actually a year-long program where there's sessions provided in person, and that's what we're choosing to do in you know, here in Mississippi because you it, it can be delivered. Um, in a in a streaming or a, or distance learning way uh, on the internet, but we're actually delivering it in person to groups of anywhere from 15 to 25 individuals that are determined or qualify for prediabetes, and then uh, we're able to work with them directly on working with their fitness, uh, their so their exercise. Uh, their diets, but but this is about programming. This is not about trying to um, uh, help someone with the symptoms, you know, and the and the long term progression of the disease once it's by, been diagnosed. That's a so great your point. Is yeah. right. Yeah, no, that's and a the great clinical care yeah. side. 
but this is the lifestyle care side. And I feel like this fits in well for those that maybe have uh, walked on the wellness journey of their own and seen success, and they're you know they're positioned well to be a good motivator or an encourager yep. uh, for that, yep. especially if the program's already been sort of laid out and they're just facilitating already good, documented, scientifically sound you know uh, information, which I'm sure I'm, I'm more than sure that it is. So, how, I mean, how does it work if you're interested? I mean, what do you what do you do next? So what you do is um, um, uh, go on the Internet and reach out to us at www.realizingdpp.com slash Mississippi. And so we have a community that's set up to help anyone that wants to become a lifestyle coach to really help them through whatever, whatever program training that they need. Um, we do have... We do have them uh, complete, like, a CPR course, so that's one of the things, uh, you know, that they need to, they'll need to learn to do. Uh, but any, anything that they need to complete, any training they need, uh, that's done at the community level. There's no cost to join the community. And then, and then we always are there to remain as a resource to help them as they, uh, as they uh, become a lifestyle coach. And then they eventually, as they're delivering the program in person, um, then we help them, we help them get placed in that position and uh, help them uh, provide them a work assignment that they get paid for. So they'll know in advance exactly what they're going to get paid for when their work assignment starts and typically um, with these uh, diabetes prevention programs, they're one year long. So when you sign up and you become a coach, you're going to have uh, a group of individuals, as I said, 15 to 25, that you're going to work with for a whole year. And then that would be sort of fitting into your schedule or whatever it may be. You could have one group. You could have multiple groups. You could sort of yeah, exactly. flexible. Yeah, it's, it's typically a part-time. You could make it full-time if you wanted to do multiple groups. We could definitely do that. And the other but piece you, to this, though, Mr. Phil, is the participants. You got people who are probably listening. They're like, I don't want to be the coach, but I might want to be the participant. Who is this for? Yes. So we're going to be reaching out, and you will see. So on, on the on the delivery side, which is the lifestyle coach, we're working to build that workforce now. But within the next 30 days, we'll be reaching out to those that are likely uh, to uh, to have prediabetes. So this is this is before you know they they might have high blood sugars or high A1Cs, but it hasn't reached that level of being diagnosed with the type two diabetes. So we're going to be reaching out, and the first population that we're going to be working out, that we'll be reaching out for is the uh, Medicare um, Part B recipients. That's where we're going to start. And then eventually we'll work with Medicare Advantage and then Medicaid and then employers that have employees. So we'll be reaching out eventually to all health care payer populations, but we're actually starting off with Medicare Part B. Well, that's really exciting, uh, Mr. Phil. I thank you for your time. And that is realizingdpp.com slash Mississippi for more information. I appreciate your time and I look forward to keeping up with this. Rebecca, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for putting the, the board out there for us. All right, stick with us. we got more good things for you coming up next.
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4440. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. things we're streaming on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com you can also get just about every super talk mississippi show including good things on your favorite podcast apps that also includes the gallo show middays with gerard gibbert don't forget sports talk mississippi and other favorites like thunder and lightning the rubber report and even the eagle hour and while you got 
on the mind. Don't forget to my podcast, Tired of the Wait, that's W-E-I-G-H-T, with Miss Amia Edwards. She's an actress extraordinaire, and we have teamed up to tackle physical, mental, and your spiritual health. And just sort of piggybacking on what Mr. Phil said, just know the difference between prevention and management when you're going to look for someone to help coach you or advise you when it comes to your health and wellness. Mississippi has a great licensure law that protects the public uh, from that. And for registered dietitians, you have to be licensed. You go to a four-year undergraduate degree, and then you have a two-year internship, and then you have to pass an exam, much like nurses. And that is all because when it comes down to medical nutrition therapy, which is like the management of diabetes, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, other sort of uh, disorders uh, that require medication and all the things that go with that, what you eat can impact your immediate health. And you want someone who understands (laughs) how all of that works together. And you don't want to take flippant advice from an influencer online or someone who doesn't understand what life managing a chronic illness looks like uh, because it could end up to be a recipe for uh, disaster for you and for your health or for your loved ones. So that's just my PSA to remember the difference between prevention, as he mentioned, which is those that are in general good health and are just looking to make lifestyle changes so they don't spiral into chronic ailments. Or if you have a family history of heart disease, diabetes, and some of the others, and you want to get on the front end of it so you don't wind up as another family statistic, then that would be where the lifestyle coaches and your community kind of health um, helpers or your personal trainers or all that can be of good help for you. But if you already have it, then make sure you're working with your healthcare provider and someone who better understands all the intricacies that can come with chronic disease management. That to say, that leads into another thing we're spreading the good word about. Since it is September the 8th, it is uh, 988 day, which if you remember back here on Good Things at the 1st of September, or no, it wasn't September. Uh, they're all running together. Mental Health Awareness Month. One of those months. August, I think it was. Yeah. They were gearing up for us for uh, September, which they have started. The Emergency Crisis, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. I was going to get it out. So I keep wanting to say 911, which you can dial that. But 988 is the lifeline now. It's a universal point of access to call to text or to chat, to get connected to a trained, that's another important thing, crisis counselor for yourself or someone you know who is experiencing mental distress, and that's not just suicide. So if you're going into full-blown panic attack or you have a loved one who wrestles with uh, maybe a mental disorder or panic attacks or anxiety, and, you know, sometimes you just you just need to call someone, right? And so now you can. 988. And so they are trying to get the word out uh, for that. Studies have shown that most callers are significantly more likely to feel less depressed, less suicidal, less overwhelmed, and more hopeful after speaking to a 988 Lifeline Crisis Counselor. So every Mississippian can help the 988. It just doesn't roll like 911 or 811. <laughs> I think it's the 11. Although, but this is still a great thing. So 988. So I say that to spread the word. You know, you may never need it. It may be something that's never, you know, um, comes across uh, your life uh, to, to need to dial or to connect with. But somebody you know may need that. Also, remember they shared with us when they were here at the Department of Health 
that if you have a family member who is going through a moment, you, as not the one, can also call to get help on how to deal with said moment. You also don't even have to call. You can text 988 as well and have a communication that way. So if you've got someone who's just life has just really provided them a – an unfortunate moment and, you know, you don't know how to handle it or what to do next or who to call or any of that, that number is also uh, there for that. So that's 988. So that's a number we should all get familiar with and better at spitting out than I am doing today. But it's the first one. It's the first September 8th for 988 days. So we're all going to figure out how to how to get that out. So it is a national network of over 200 local independent crisis centers. So it works 24 hours a day. Seven days a week, and I think that is is pretty cool. Also, I saw a cool headline, too. Kudos to Vicksburg High School. You have been named one of the top schools in America. Whoop, whoop. For the first time, Vicksburg High School has been named a Blue Ribbon School of Excellence, and the honor is awarded to schools that excel in student focus and support, organization and culture, challenging standards, active teaching and learning, and own and own and own. If you want to read about all the stipulations and then when they'll be presented with their blue ribbon, you can find that over at supertalk.fm. And while we're spreading the word today, I forgot about this one, you could have won the lottery and you don't realize it, especially if you are in Macomb. Listen up. If you bought a ticket... In the last little while, there are still several unclaimed prizes, including $500,000 winning ticket, which was bought Macomb. Everybody listening to good things who has bought a lottery ticket in Macomb in the last like seven days, stop what you're doing unless you're driving and just make sure this isn't you. Might want to double check those numbers. And if you get to cash it in because you heard it on good things, remember Rebecca and Rhino. I don't know. Finder's fee would be nice. Finder's fee? More than 200 cash for players won during Sunday's evening drawing with the winning combinations of 3-3-3. (laughs) As well as Wednesday's midday drawing with the winning combination 1-1-2-2. Do you see 1-2-3? It's usually the simplest combinations that give you the big return. There's still outstanding prizes, too, for the Mississippi Lottery in the Powerball. As I mentioned, the $500,000 ticket. It was bought, on, or the drawing, was on August the 13th. The drawing was sold at Broad... Oh, we can get, we can get more specific. So if you don't panic, Broadway Mart on South Broadway, Macomb. The ticket expires February the 9th, 2023. Let me go ahead and tell you, you're not going to find that ticket in February of 2023. <laughs> so <laughs> your pants are going to get washed. Your car is going to get detailed. S- something's going to get thrown away. Now's the time to, like, figure out where where you did. When you buy lottery tickets, I've never, I've personally never bought them. My husband buys them all the time. Is there a spot that you, like, you put them in where you, like, you know that's where they're going to be? Yeah, usually in my wallet. That's so that you're like, my wallet's going to stay with me. It's not going to get lost. I know where my wallet is. It is in the check before I leave. It's okay. You got the wallet, get the keys, get the phone. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, there's a $50,000 one still out there that was bought, or the winning date was August the 17th. It was sold at the Sprint Mart on Lakeland Drive in Jackson. You expire February the 13th. Not you, 
Your ticket. <laughs> There's your day. <laughs> written in, written on the calendar. No, your ticket expires. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I should have led with the 50000 and then to the five hundred because then, you know, you feel like, oh, man. Only $50,000. Only 50000 Y'all can head on over to supertalk.fm if you have bought tickets here recently, several in Jackson and Meridian. There are there are still outstanding tickets for several $10,000 tickets um, as well. So, you know, it's like I don't know what they do when it expires. Do they just roll it back into the pot? Does it go into the Roads and Bridges Fund? Like how does that how does that work if like you don't you don't cash in on it? I would imagine the the lottery people hang on to it, and yeah, it just goes back in the pot, or at least most of it. Jeff and McComb says, "Man, I hadn't bought a ticket lately. I know me either." And I always well, these are from drawings in August, so if you got a ticket in early August, you might be worth checking them out again. I, you know, you hear, you still think you hear of all these things. I could pull up countless crazy um, stories and headlines about. Woman wins X number of dollars with the same number she played every day, and then somebody else turns around and wins twenty grand today, and then they'll win five thousand the next day or whatever. And there's just still this piece of you that goes, "But that's not going to happen to me." Nothing will ever top the story out of Australia. The, the video's been making the rounds again, but I want to say it was in the late nineties. He was in a horrible car accident. It was almost crushed by a, a vehicle in an accident. It was in a coma for a couple weeks. When he came out of the coma, he proposed to his long-term girlfriend and went and got a lottery ticket because he felt lucky. The lottery ticket, the scratch-off, won him a new car. So the news, the local news is like, hey, this is a great story. You just came out of a coma. You just proposed. You want a car? Let's recreate it for the video. So he goes to the store, buys another scratch-off, goes over and scratches it off for the camera, and won $250,000. How long was he in a coma? A couple weeks. I'd do it. Give up a couple weeks for a car and two hundred fifty grand. Good sleep, good meds. Sounds sounds good to me. All right, stick with us. We've got more good for you up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 85. And a look to Saturday, much of the same, 70% chance of rain, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Come to our Deer Hunter Appreciation Sale September 8th through the 10th for all the great deals. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Delta Rice Promotions Incorporated would like to invite you to come enjoy the 32nd annual Mississippi Rice Celebration. A rice festival will take place on the 15th of September from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. in the streets of downtown Marigold, Mississippi. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music, vendors, and children's activities. This year, come see the crowning of the Delta Rice Queen and the pinning of the Delta Rice Ambassador. Admission is free, so there will be no tickets. For more information, call 662-843-8362. Hunting and Timberland are some of the most highly valued and sought-after real estate available. Hi, I'm Mike Odom, realtor and land specialist with Four Corner Properties. And from every corner of the state, 4CP is your total real estate solution. Whether you're in the market for an investment track, a weekend getaway for the family, or you want to buy or sell a home, I'm here to help. Call me today on my cell at 601-927-5018. 
or 601-952-2828 or visit our website, 4cplandonhomes.com. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we are here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi voters head back to the polls in November. State GOP Chairman Frank Bordeaux offered up his predictions during an interview with us Wednesday. We should be in good shape to take over the House. You know, this was a difficult cycle for Republicans as far as the Senate's concerned. But you are starting to see some of these races tighten, especially in Pennsylvania, Ohio. I think it's going to be tight in the Senate. Uh, No, I don't think that we're going to have a big sweep, unfortunately, in the Senate as we once hoped. President Biden attacked Trump supporters during a speech earlier this week. Bordeaux thinks the tactic will backfire and energize the Republican base. And some residents in Jackson County are under a boil water advisory due to a damaged fire hydrant. Customers from Amoco Drive north of Three Rivers, including a large section of Escatawampa, lost water pressure and should continue boiling their water through Monday morning. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. the line and I do what is right like I should I follow the You can watch good things on computer and mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, even Amazon Fire TV devices or YouTube. You can also watch good things live on Seaspire TV. If you've got Seaspire TV, we're on channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And the Seaspire text line like it should is interested in the story you shared, Rhino, about the gentleman who woke up from a 3-week coma there, I think it was Australia, and got engaged, won a car, and then won $250,000 in the lottery. Pretty much within the first maybe week or so of being back alive. Well, he was always alive. Yeah, if you awake. missed the story, the, the from the 90s, but the video of what happened has been making the rounds again on social media. And he was in a car accident where the vehicle that he was in the accident with crushed him to the point where he was in an induced coma for weeks. When he came out of the coma, he felt very lucky to be alive. So he proposed to his longtime girlfriend and went to the store and bought a scratch-off, thinking, I feel lucky. Scratched off the scratch-off, and on there it shows that he won a brand-new car, like $17,000 car. Remember, this is the late 90s. Well, the local news picked it up and go, oh, that's a great story. You just came out of a coma. You just got engaged. You won a new car. Let's recreate it for the cameras. So he goes to the store, buys a scratch-off, scratches it off there on camera, and then he, he has this disbelief moment of, I've just won $250,000, and then they have him calling his wife and or his fiance at the time. I just I just won $250,000. Yes, yes, I did. So on the text line from the 662, somebody texted in, that guy's probably now divorced and had to give the car to his ex and is paying alimony. Actually, they did a follow-up uh, about five or six years ago now where they bought a house with that with the $250,000, they've been living in that same house this whole time, and they've basically lived happily ever after. Which I think is something good to also share because you sometimes feel ha- like you have those, oh, it didn't end well or it all crashed and burned. If you've ever watched the My Lottery Dream Home, it's on HGTV. And I'm always impressed by the people who don't spend it all. And they want modest houses, like maybe they won the 500000 and they only want to spend like 200000 on a home. Or, you know, maybe they won a couple million, but they're still just trying to keep it real modest in terms of what they're going to spend. Now, for every show that's like that, which there's not many, there's also the lottery ruined my life and people who squander it away. And I mean, all of that kind of, too. But there are still those out there who and usually I think what what's the saying in po- poker that scared money never wins and which all my money is scared. So it's probably why I don't play the lottery. <laughs> um, but I think those that just 
play it for the luck of playing it or for the enjoy of the thrill, but don't have to win it, like aren't betting their whole life on it, just like this guy is feeling grateful, why, like why not roll the dice? Uh, it's exciting to watch genuine just, oh, excitement for for a big win like that. I think that's kind of neat. It's kind of like the underdog, but you're really not. I mean, you paid for the ticket, but when someone genuinely, you know, you feel like is a good person and gets that kind of look of fate, it's kind of cool. I think so. Fate is a funny thing. Fate is a funny thing. That's actually a really lead, a good lead in to the fact the story or the headline that's captivated the world. By now, you've probably heard Queen Elizabeth, UK's longest serving monarch, passed away. Like, and I'm impressed. Well, I guess I'm just impressed. And my husband texted me and said, Queen Elizabeth died. I wrote back, oh, no. And he was like, yeah, like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, they didn't even give her time to, <laughs> I mean, to go. Um, but that's peacefully. the tradition with the, the British monarchy. After the passing of one monarch, the next monarch ascends to the throne immediately. So in this case, the, the saying would be, the queen is dead, long live the king. And it's it's immediate. Because like I said, I'd have to. There's, there's, there's no like lag time, right. really. So now it's King Charles III. He's the first King Charles that England will have had since the 1600s. I was uh, chatting with Scary Gary uh, before Good Things. He was saying you were doing some of your mental math. I don't know if you shared it on Middays or not, that she has reigned like a third of America's. Uh, Not quite a third, third, but yeah, yeah. if I did the math correctly, since she ascended to the throne in 1952 following the, the passing of her father, George VI, she has reigned as the monarch of England for 30% of the history of the United States. Which is mind-boggling. She's met 14 presidents. That's crazy. And 15 she, prime ministers of England. And she has stood stood there and held her ground for, what, how many years? 70 years. 70 years, which is incredible. And you mentioned fate. That was our lead-in, or the lead-in we chose to into her story. I think that's just from someone who knows nothing really other than the pop culture and then you have the crown show and then you know all that i don't care who you are though there's something just mesmerizing by the fact that people still live that way and it's so different from the way we live our everyday lives or our governments ran or anything that we would ever like call reality of our day-to-day but what strikes me uh, and i have admiration for the lady regardless of knowing her politics or you know any of that is that man fate through her and some would say, oh, she was queen. That's not a downfall. It came with a big burden. I mean, she gave up privacy. She gave up being able to make her own choices in her life. She gave up, you know, lots of things to sort of go to the call that was of the crown. And you, and you think that of out. the, like you talked about with the movies and the TV shows and stuff, you think of the monarch or royalty. And you have this this image of of being above someone or... Oh, you've disrespected the king or you've you've slighted the queen off with their heads and that kind of stuff. And it seems for all intents and purposes that Queen Elizabeth had a, a great sense of humor, especially considering the the lifestyle she had to lead. In fact, I've got a, a clip here I'm gonna play. It's an interview with a former royal protection officer, Richard Griffin, telling a story about when the Queen was on a picnic and met two American hikers. And normally, on these picnic sites, you, you meet nobody, but there was two hikers coming towards us, and the Queen would always stop and say hello. 
and it was two Americans on a walking holiday. And it was clear from the moment that we first stopped, they hadn't recognized the Queen, which is fine. And the American gentleman was telling the Queen where he came from, where they were going to next, and where they'd been to in Britain. And I could see it coming, and sure enough, he said to Her Majesty, and where do you live? <laughs> and she said, well, I live in London, but I've got a holiday home just the other side of the hills. <laughs> and he said, well, how often have you been coming up here? Oh, she said, I've been coming up here ever since I was a little girl, so over 80 years. And he could see the clogs thick. And he said, well, if you've been coming up here for 80 years, you must have met the Queen. I and as it. quick as a flash, says, well, I haven't, but Dick here meets her regularly. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy said to me, well, you've met the Queen, what's she like? And because I was with her a long time and I knew I could pull a leg, I said, oh, she could be very cantankerous at times, <laughs> but she's got a lovely sense of humour. Anyway, the next thing I knew, this guy comes around, puts his arm around my shoulder, and before I could see what was happening, he gets his camera, gives it to the Queen, and says, can you take a picture of the two of us? <laughs> Anyway, we swapped places, and I took a picture of them with the Queen, and we never let on, and we waved goodbye, and then Her Majesty said to me, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when he shows us photographs to the friends in America, and hopefully someone tells him who I am. So that would be me. That's it's a, so good. It's so good. And I, you know, and the, but you, you know she probably craved moments like that, too, of just getting to blend in, or I think because some of the reports are saying she's been one of the most well-known faces or names for the last however many years, you know, frankly, uh, partly to the fact that she was the first coronation. I'm getting it all wrong because that sounds like instant breakfast to me that, you know, coronation, coronation. <laughs> it was on TV. Right. And so that opened her up specifically that role to more faces that never gave a, you know, to do wits about uh, royalty before then. Which watching that coronation is like getting in a time machine. I mean, I realize it was 1952. That was at least two generations ago, but it has so much of the pomp and circumstance that you associate with, like the the knights jousting kind of competitions and stuff with the 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 long horn trumpets with the flags hanging off of them and the frilly outfits and declaring the it's it's wild watching that that footage from her coronation. I'd say regardless of how you feel about. You know the royal family or whatever. It's it's there's gonna be a transition. It'll be things will be different. You know, I mean there will be it'll be only time will tell how what the next steps will be or what the next rain will look like or what will be the trickling effects of sort of all of this. And you know, I'm just sitting here thinking of all the plates and the cups and the things that have been sitting and waiting for however many years for her to finally transition to Elvis to finally get. You know how they. You know, well, I mean, there's so all these. Um, tributes that have came out within 15 minutes of her passing. You know, they've been sitting on that for like the last oh, 20 yeah. years, just updating the... Especially ever since the passing of Prince Philip, her prince consort, earlier last year, I believe. I hope we're, you know she made it to heaven. She gets a chance to ride her horses and not be queen because there's another king there. And, you know, like gets, gets to be a good old girl. I think she'd have been a good country girl if she had had her, had her way. She, she was didn't. a mechanic in World War II. Fate had something different for her, but we don't want anything different for you. We got more good things coming up next.
Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night. Monday, enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms, filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in their cotton exchange, December cotton was up 222 to 103.84. March cotton was up 220 to 175. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up two and a half to 13.86 per bushel. January soybeans were up two and a half to 13.91 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down two and a half to 6.68 and a half per bushel. March corn was down two and a half to 6.73 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up 12 to 144.37. December live cattle was down 42 to 149.65. October feeders up 45 to 184.40. November feeders up 30 to 185.75. And at this hour, Dow Jones is up 173 points, 31,755. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products. Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem-stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. 
Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Pick me up, love. Pick me up, love. Every day. day. Welcome back to Good Things, streaming live over at supertalktv.com on your computer or your mobile device. Hey, it's Thursday. That means tomorrow is Friday, and so that means football is back, and Supertalk has you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Supertalk Mississippi station, plus... You can stream a ton of games, get up to the minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. Or if you've got the Supertalk Mississippi app, which you could stream good things from there, too, you can click on the sports tab and then get all the information that you would want. Don't forget, too, coming up tomorrow after Sports Talk, you've got the scoreboard preview show, which always gives you highlights of things to look forward to as the night kicks off. And then you've got the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m., uh, coming up on Friday night. So tomorrow is all about football, football, football. Darren, I appreciate your text uh, talking about uh, the Queen. When you were in the Navy and you were in London on a visit, drinking in a pub on the square. Trafalgar Square. Thank you. You know I wasn't going that way. With some British sailors, and the Queen's carriage came by, and they said, let's go see the Queen. And one of them said, heck with the Queen. Which one of the guys with, with, the, uh, with, with the, the sailors. Yes, with the sailor. And needless to say, that was one epic bar fight he has ever seen that their royalty, they take their ser- their royalty serious over there and you don't insult them. I think that's, a, well, that's a great, well, then that's just a fun story because if you don't understand the culture and you don't know how to respect it or why they respect it, then you can be easy to slip of the tongue or, or not understand. But it also goes to show, I mean, just because we don't get it doesn't mean they don't. Like, I mean, that's how they grew up and that's all that they know and it's... There well, I mean, look at it this way: when you when you look at, a, say, a hundred dollar bill here in America, and it's got that holographic ink on it, and it's got the security tape in it, and it's got the watermark and all that, that that proves it's legitimate American money. In England, the they have counterfeiting techniques like we do, but the the value of their money is is really. The fact that it has the monarch's face on it. If the money doesn't have the monarch's face, it's not real money. And there's been debate about, well, what do I do with all this money I have with the queen's face on it now that King Charles III is on the throne? And they've had to release statements from the Bank of England saying, look, your money's still going to be good. We're just going to transition it out. Kind of like if you have messed up $1 bills, they go to the bank. Those don't get out in circulation again. They get sent back and shredded and burned. That same thing's going to happen with the Queen's currency, except I imagine there will be more people hanging on to that for keepsakes, even though it is money that can be spent. There's there's a lot more love for the late Queen Elizabeth than there will ever be for now King Charles III. Agreed. You know, I, and this is me putting on my uh, entertainment Netflix crown hat, I hope she had kept it, like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I hope Granny kept a journal. You know, I hope, like, over the last 70 years, I hope she just was silently before bed writing down all her thoughts and feelings, you know, and keeping it in some treasure trove of of place. Because you know, 
That's the monarchy for 70. I mean, take the royalty out of it. I mean, like, take the fact that she was, like, a queen. She was the head of a very dysfunctional family, which we can all relate to. You, you, We all have a monarch that keeps the family together, right, in some capacity. And when they pass, not as many people show up to the family reunion the next year because Granny wasn't there or Peppa was no longer there or whoever it was that said – you can put your whatever beside you know behind you, and you can get your butt to the you know to the Sunday dinner table, and you can put a smile on your face and eat chicken, because Granny said so. And so anyway, you know she, I mean she had it all. You just it would be epic to me if like there's just this hundred mile scroll that comes out of like everything Granny wanted to say that she never could because of being proper and pure or whatever she was, and just I find a, a bit of irony in the fact that. Prince Charles, now King Charles III, decided to keep the name Charles and become Charles III when I don't remember a whole lot about Charles II. I remember it was the 1600s. I remember he he didn't even get to spend the early part of his quote-unquote reign in England because Cromwell had taken over the government and was a tyrant at that point. But if I'm not mistaken, he also didn't have any legitimate children and had a whole bunch of illegitimate children. So there's all kinds of irony with him keeping the name Charles. Well, I think it's an interesting day. I think she was an interesting lady. It's one of those things that's you just can't stop looking at it sometimes because it's just like this is the world. You know, this is 2022 and this is this is in. But I think we'll all be waiting for his coronation instant breakfast ceremony that's going to be coming up with the trumpets and the flags and the fancy uniforms <laughs> and the carriages and all that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be a sight to behold. It'll be a soap opera unfolding in real time. We shouldn't be laughing. Take solace in the fact that she did live 96 years. She lived to be 96. She was surrounded by family when she passed. What and happens now, to her dogs? Uh, she has been there. There's a tradition that we're not going to talk about on Good Things because it's sad. But she has purposefully not had more new dogs so that they would not be around when she passed. We're going to have to end on a lighter note tomorrow. All right, stick with us. we got more for you up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.